0: we
1: So earlier this week, Touch Football Australia announced their men's, women's and mixed teams that will head over to New Zealand at the end of the month to participate in the Trans-Tasman Tournament. With me now, I've got Lizzie Campbell, the new women's uh, captain. Hi, Lizzie. Hi. How are you? Really good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thank you so much for making the time to have a chat with me. That's okay. It's my pleasure. So, congratulations on being appointed captain. What a tremendous honor to lead your country.
2: It is. It is. I um I swingers actually swingers our coach gave us gave me a call you the day before camp mm-hmm. started and um, had to kind of keep it a secret, but um, yeah, very emotional for me, something that I never expected mm-hmm. and never imagined myself um, in this role. I've, I'm actually only like a new debutant. I've only been in the team for about two years, so um, it's very exciting and I, I kept in my My club side with a good friend of mine. We co-captain, and um, so I've learned a lot from her. And she's actually an ex-player as well. She's just retired. So fantastic. Yeah, learn a lot from her, and um, I just have had great role models in captains. So um, Peter Rogerson and Louise was the old um, captain, and I just hope that I can hopefully live up to a little bit of their expectations and make them proud as well. I'm sure you'll be able to. So tell me, when did you start playing touch football? Um, I started playing in primary school Mm -hmm. about year six, um, I think, and then I ended up playing like in the Queensland state titles, I really didn't have any clue how big touch football <laughs> was, and um, but very quickly learned. I started playing club and you sort of start to realise how big it really is in Australia and that was sort of 15 years ago now, and um, yeah, so... 11 primary school and then it just went from there and just been playing ever since and you've gone from strength to strength now I've got listeners that
1: play all different sports can you tell us a bit about the basics of touch football pretend that I've never played before
2: okay so um, it's a lot like rugby league in the way that you get six touches Mm -hmm. in a set so it goes from set um, team to team you get six touches there's obviously no kicking um, when you get touched, um, you roll the ball, you've got your dummy half, and they can't score, yep. so they always have to pass it off. You have to, you have an onside like rugby league, very similar to rugby league in that fact. Um, I guess the biggest difference is uh, we find it, it's probably a lot faster. Um, it's, uh, games only go for 40 minutes, but you have rolling subs, so yep. you're just subbing all the time on and off the field. You probably only stay on the field for about... A minute max and then you're off the field having a quick break and you're back on again um, which also like keeps the game a lot quicker and obviously smaller fields because I'm not sure we would survive on a rugby league field. I <laughs>
1: probably wouldn't survive even <laughs> on just the small field. <laughs>
2: now the girls are all
1: here together you're all in camp together what's the feeling in the group at the moment? Oh
2: it's just amazing we've got um, a lot of debutantes and um, a really young team mm-hmm. even we've got some of our debutantes are actually coming to the team and being the older girls um, like like I said, I've only actually played in the team for two years, so even I'm quite new sort of thing. And um, But, yeah, really young team, and we've really actually... Before this weekend, some of us had still never played together mm-hmm. because I had a couple of people miss the camps. and But we've just gelled so nicely, and um, I think it's a nice... It's a nice break, not having such a big gap between the experienced players and the debutants or the younger players. Um, I think it's it's helped us mould a lot better. Um, whereas in previous years, you know, you have these experienced players that are amazing, and everyone looks up to them, mm-hmm. and they've been there for years. Then you get the young ones coming in. Whereas it's a bit more evened out in this team, which has been great. And who are the players that I need to keep an eye on at the Trans Tasman? Uh, I think a big one would be Hayley Maddock. Mm-hmm. She's a debutante. She comes from my region up in Queensland, and um, she's a debutante. She's, only, she's a bit older. She's sort of one of those older ones, but um, just breaking her way into the scene. A lot of people sort of have said in the last year or so, where did Hayley come from? And, you know, all of us Queenslanders have just kind of say we've, she's always been there. Just yeah. no one's ever take, took, taken any notice of mm-hmm. her, um, which is absolutely lovely to see her in there and really having a go. So, um yeah, Hayley Maddock and uh, just some uh, some of the older girls, Leah Percy and Sammy Hopkins, just leading the team by example. Laura Peedy, they're mm-hmm. all in the um, our big leadership group that we've got and they're just the perfect examples for all the younger girls, just leading, showing them what to do. Perfect. Yeah. Now
1: tell me, what are three things
2: that must be in your bag when you head to New Zealand? What can't you go without? Um, boots, definitely. Yep. <laughs> boots is definitely the one. I think that's everything that... Um, anyone doesn't matter what you've got as long as you've got your boots you can borrow uniforms you can borrow undies you can borrow anything <laughs> like it's just your boots that's all you need boots for me personally um lip sunscreen sounds yep. really weird but I just get really conscious of um being sun safe we're all about sun safety, yeah all good. so lip sunscreen and zinc I take that as one category mm-hmm. and um touch carnival touch carnival Oh.
1: Surely iPhone charger.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I I kind of get in it when I'm away for touch. It's like that's my life. So I'm yeah, like, okay. I kind of like forget about the rest of the world, which is kind of nice because you get away. Um, toothbrush. Yeah, probably your toothbrush. Toothbrush is important, even yeah. though you can sort of buy one of
1: those when you're in New Zealand. Yeah,
2: actually, no, you know what it is? Hairbrush. Hairbrush. Yeah, okay. hairbrush. Okay. Because I feel like I need my hairbrush. I actually had an incident at the last Elite Eight where... Um, we had, you know, everyone does the braids and the nice hair and stuff and we you, people don't realise you get home and you have to get those braids out yeah. and we, at the last Elite Eight, I had someone brushing my hair for an hour <gasps> trying to get things oh, no. and we ended up having to like cut a bit out and it was just like <gasps> awful and I was like, I just need my own hairbrush. I'm going to send yeah. you a tweet
1: before you go. Make I know, sure you take, take hairbrush. my hairbrush. <laughs> and last question, what is your favourite song with the word touch in it?
2: Um... Probably, I really like listening to "Is It Can't Touch This." Is that I what MC it's called? Hammer? Yeah, yep. <laughs> because I usually like that's like in my pump up list. Probably that one. I don't know if I know anymore, but no, that's pretty that good. One comes, that's it. This. That's definitely in my um, in my pump up list. Love yeah. it. Well,
1: Lizzie, all the best in the Trans Tasman. Can't wait to see you run out. Congratulations on being named captain. Thank
2: you so so much. <laughs>
1: So I'm lucky enough to be joined by Nick Good, captain of the men's team. Hi Nick, thanks for joining me. Hi, hey, how are you going? Really well, thank you. Congratulations on being named captain. Oh, that must be a tremendous honor.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. Like it's a team that's been extremely successful in the past, and the past captains have been the greatest players in the game. So, sort of to get this honor with the group that I'm involved in at the moment. Something that I'll cherish probably at the end of my career, not mm-hmm. so much now as Got other goals to fulfil, but it's something that, yeah, I still get tingles when you think about the thought of leading this group of men out.
1: And leading your country as well.
0: Yeah, it is. It's just, like I said, I'm lost for words, and the more you think about it, no words sort of will ever compare to what that yeah. feeling will be come the end of this month in May.
1: So, what are the goals for the Trans Tasman for this group? other than to win. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, that, yeah, that's obviously the end goal is to win but we, we set pretty high standards amongst our men's group. Uh, we have a lot of internal goals and, and I'm sure all the boys have personal goals too but we know that New Zealand on New Zealand turf is just a whole new ball game and it's something that the great players want in the world, they want to be challenged at the highest level. So we know going over to their home turf is not going to be easy and if we do get the win, it we would have definitely earned it, which we're on the right road to do at the moment.
1: Now tell me, how did you start playing touch football?
0: Um, basically, just like all the other boys in the team, I was a, a league junior and sort of... <laughs> lucky this is a podcast because you can't see me, but my height doesn't really match what the league requirements are these days. So um, I just found... I was a bit more speedy and more agile, so touch and the touch game formatted to my sort of skill sets a lot better.
1: Well, I only really saw touch for the first time at the National Touch League and was blown away by how fast it is. It's incredibly quick. What sort of training do you guys do to keep your levels of fitness up?
0: Yeah, it's, it's a fast game and, and let me tell you when you're out there it doesn't get any slower. <laughs> um, In terms of training, you find a lot of the guys, depending on what tournament they're playing, so the upcoming tournaments are Trans-Tasman where we play a 40-minute game each day. So the training, we basically revolve around a lot of speed and agility work, Mm -hmm. along with some sort of mid-distance fitness. So we look at 400s, not so much 800s, but a lot of 400s, 200s, and then a lot of short speed and agility Mm -hmm. drills.
1: Because I hear that you spend about a minute on the field. Is that right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're basically on and off at the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. You don't really realise that by the time you get off you're blowing, so it's, yeah, it's, it's a minute max and then you're off and you're back on to do it again all in a minute's time anyway.
1: And what I think I love the most about Touch Football is what a tight-knit community it seems to be. Uh, is that very much your experience?
0: Yeah, that's, that's definitely what blind sort of us touches together is that we all have the same goal and we're all here to help each other along our own little journey. So you find that if you do succeed in something, there's so many people behind you patting you on the back and congratulating you for what you've just achieved. And that's one of the things that I really love about the sport and it starts at the very top from the CEO who we all really appreciate. You know, appreciate. Tom is yeah. tremendous.
1: He's a really um, great guy.
0: Yeah, so it starts at the top and, and and it's just a domino effect down and that's a part of the whole touch community culture that everyone in the game appreciates so
1: other than touch what other sports do you like
0: Um, I'm a big league fan I love my Panthers other than that yeah to be honest if if you ask my partner she'd probably roll her eyes because the channels just don't go off the sports channels I'm I'm an avid golfer not very good I yeah I can watch anything soccer AFL, whatever is on, I'm happy to watch it.
1: Well, I'm very sorry about the Penrith loss last night, but I'm a Parramatta fan, so you sort of ripped my heart, it, Bryce Cartwright ripped, ripped my heart out two weeks ago. Yeah,
0: I so. know, we are on such a high after last week, but I still think from like from a supporter's point of view to get that close from the Premiers last year, we're definitely on the right track to go further, Yeah. so um, I think come round 26 we'll be in the eighth and then we'll shake it up from there.
1: Awesome. Well, Nick, thanks for chatting with me. All the very best in the Trans-Tasman. I can't wait to see you lead the boys out. Thank you so much. Okay, so I'm now joined by Cameron Nichols, captain of the Mixed Touch team. Thank you for joining me.
3: No, thank you for having me on.
1: My pleasure. Our congratulations on being named captain. That must be a tremendous honour for you.
3: It is a tremendous honour. Um, I think with our, our group, um, you know, obviously there has to be one... Person that has the C next to their name, but leadership comes in in a lot of different forms, and particularly in the mixed program where you've got um, both genders interacting on the field. So um, it's a tremendous honour. I've been in and around the um, the mixed program for uh, five years since the last World Cup. Um, well, actually, we won the World Cup last year, but so yeah, this this year I'm fortunate enough to, to lead the team out. But um, as I said, you know. It's, It's a very collaborative leadership approach in in our our, uh, mixed game.
1: And it surely has to be because you guys don't spend too much time on the field. So when we think about rugby league, often you want someone as captain who'll be on the field for the full 80 minutes, Mm. but there's no one in touch football that stays on the field for the 40 minutes.
3: Yeah, that's right. So um, And and not only on the field do you, you need to have leadership but with the mixed team you know you, you've got to be super tight mm-hmm. um off the field so um but I suppose that rings true in any in any sport if if, you, if you've got a special bond with that person beside you off the field then it transcends onto the field um, so yeah
1: and I know that touch is a bit unique in that you do have mixed teams what's it like playing with with women as well
3: they talent just amazes me um uh, their physical toughness amazes me um uh, you know i'm i'm not the biggest strongest burliest of blokes so if i'm not careful i I can cop a a bit of a beating from from some of these women that are super strong so um it's yeah if if you're not on guard you'll you'll cop it you'll be next
1: (laughs) now cam when did you start playing touch football
3: Wow. Um, See, I'm going to show my age now.
1: (laughs) Give me an estimate. Like, say, between 10 and 15 years ago.
3: So um, I started playing competitively, um, sort of around the age of of 15. So,
1: you know, three years
3: ago. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Three years ago sounds good. Um, But, I I mean, my earliest recollection was going down to a local park I'm from Sydney, so down in Dremoyne. Uh, with my father and running around with, um, you know, all the older blokes, and um, you know, gradually as I sort of got a little bit older and a little bit older, they, they that I uh, started to develop some skills, and they they weren't so happy with me coming down to play in the social pickup she game. Them up. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that yeah, as as a youngster, sort of around seven, eight years old, mm-hmm. just darting around with with dad and. Um, and then yeah getting getting stuck into the representative stuff later in life which um yeah, he's, he's the, ne- the next level and, and thoroughly enjoyable.
1: Nice. So, who are the people that I need to keep an eye on in your mixed team? Who are the guns? Who are the superstars?
3: Well, there, there are a few Smokies. Do you have a New Zealand audience that's going to be sure? I'm sure I
1: do, and if not, I'll get one. <laughs>
3: well, I don't want to give too much away <laughs> then. Um, but look, we, we've ha- we've got a few debutants this yeah, year, cool. um, so you know it, it's it's um, good to have a few aces up your sleeve. So. Um, you know, uh, people like um, you know, Kieran Toner and um, um, Jaden Bembo is coming, coming to the fore um, each and every year. He seems to be growing um, with, with talent. So, um, I don't want to give away too much, but no, that's um, fair enough. <laughs> and, and, and in the girls department as well, we, we've obviously lost um, Kylie Hilda yeah. um, who was the, 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 the captain prior to myself, um, and and the heart and soul of the team for many years. So we picked up a couple of girls that will replace um, her, and I haven't had anything really to do with them until we started getting together in this squad. And, and they are seriously talented girls. So um, yeah, Paige, um, Paige Parker, and Cat Stevens are, um, uh, are going to be an asset to the team for sure.
1: We don't want to give away too many no, secrets. No, um, let's it. <laughs> it in. That's it.
3: That's it. No, we've had that secrets. discussion.
1: Um, how's the team feeling? You've obviously been in camp for the last couple of days. How are you feeling heading into the Trans Tasman?
3: Yeah, really good. As I mentioned before, you've you've got to be tight in this this game, and um, you know the, the team dynamic is is really building nicely. So. Um, you know, yeah, well, well, obviously the litmus test will be on the Friday late in January, um, but yeah, it's, it's a good feeling right now.
1: Excellent. And tell me about life away from touch football. So when you're not playing touch football, what are you doing?
3: Uh, golf as much as I can, okay. but um, unfortunately um, I, it's not as much as I would like. Um, I... I'm in the real estate industry. Um, I have my own little real estate practice based in, in Abbotsford, uh co-estate ah, agents, non-paid cold, plug. plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm in that, uh, that real estate field. Um, very passionate about that industry um, as well. Um, I've always gone by the, the mantra, um, if, if you love your job, you'll never work a day in your life. And, and I really do love my job particularly when it's just about chatting and having coffees and helping people move. (laughs) (laughs) Now
1: last question, what absolutely has to be in your bag for New Zealand? What can you not leave the country without, other than your passport, of course? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I've got to check if that's up to date. <laughs> yeah,
1: you better check that. I don't know whether you know this, but Corey Norman, that plays for the Eels, yeah. the day before the Auckland Nines, he put his passports through the washing machine. Genius. Like disaster. So check that your passport's up to date.
3: Yeah, yeah. I have some mutual friends with Corey Norman, and that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> um, but um, what has to be in my kit bag? Oh... Uh, Two pairs of boots. Yep. Um, uh, I won't feel comfortable unless I've got some options there. Um, uh, And probably Mm tights, undergarments, um, to to play. uh, And then left boot on before the right boot.
1: Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for your time. It's been lovely to meet you, and I wish you all the best for the Trans-Tasman. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me.